Hi besties and welcome back to Coffee with Shay or Shy. Um, however you pronounce it, I'll take it. I am your host, Shy. I am excited for today's episode because 24 years ago I was born. And honestly, I have a really hard time dealing with my birthday. So my birthday is June 19th. And if nobody knows this, it is typically on Father's Day. So Father's Day has always been a little bit weird for me. Um, As someone who has a deadbeat father, to being raised by her grandfather, to losing her grandfather two years ago, I feel like Father's Day has gone in waves for me. Father's Day was originally, I'm sad, I don't really have a father, to I have a father, and then now I have to share with him, and we all know that children don't like to share, and so I was not really big on sharing my birthday with Father's Day, and then it turned into my grandpa slash person who raised me, dad, I would like to say dad, passed away in December 2021, 2020, 2020. It's been almost two years and it does not get easier. And this is my first birthday that my birthday falls again on Father's Day. And so I'm not here to depress anyone. That is just really the news in my life is celebrating Father's Day has kind of always been a really hard day for me. And I actually am laughing Because this past week, I got a DNA test back from my sister. And I'm saying sister because she's confirmed my sister on my dad's side. And I now have a new sister and a new nephew. So they're not new because they're like the same, like my sister's the same age as me. And my nephew is four. But it's news to me. And it's been a really big week. Uh, found out that my dad has three children born all in the same year. He was a busy bee. Uh, Two of the women were best friends, and then my mom was best friends with his sister. And so my aunt has kind of coordinated all of this of trying to figure out who his kids are. And we were in the middle of just texting randomly about her son. He was graduating and I wanted to get him a gift. And she goes, oh, by the way, we got her DNA test back and it's confirmed your sisters. And so I was born in June, clearly. My brother was born in August and my sister was born in November. So 1997, 1998 was a a busy year for my dad. He really... He really went full force and claims none of us. Uh, So that has just been an interesting news for my life. My sister graduated in 2017. I graduated in 2016. And then my uh, brother had graduated in 2018. So we all had graduated different times. We're all born in the same year. And I am now the oldest of 11 siblings by blood on my mom's side and my dad's side. Yes, they both suck.
<laughs> and had a lot of kids. And so, yeah, here we are. We are learning to navigate this new life. I went from having only one niece by blood to now having two nephews and a niece by blood. And I am learning every day about my new sister and my little nephew. And it's so exciting for me. Uh, I did grow up with my grandparents just being an only child. And so now I don't have to really be an only child. Like, I didn't have to be an only child then, but I grew up, you know, just only child, talked to my siblings on social media, and now I'm older and I can really be in my my siblings' lives as actively as possible. And it's just cool that I keep getting more. Let's find out if my dad has a fourth kid in the year of 1998. If he does, I quite literally will shit myself. Uh, for some reason... He just was so busy working away this year. Maybe this is why we should have male birth control. Maybe. What a good birthday present, though. Hi, Shy. Here's a new sister born in the same year as you. Period. Get it? Um, so that's just kind of funny. And uh, I, I've been really shocked through this whole process because I knew once they were getting a DNA test, I was like, yeah, it's going to be my sister. And I really did not know. I think in my head I was like, oh, yeah, she probably will be. And I heard nothing. And then just that shock of like, hey, guess what? You have a sister now. And you also have a nephew. So I gained two sweet little souls in my life in just one week. So that's really been big news. It definitely distracts from the birthday little pity party I'm giving myself. But I think 24 is going to be a really good year. 23 was a year of growth. And when I reflect back on this past year, I think how scary this past year has been. Because it's just been a lot of growth. Uh, I, I had a really bad roommate, very toxic, very traumatizing, to moving out with a friend for two months. She was amazing and great to now living in my own apartment. So a lot of things have happened in this year of 23. Uh, celebrating a year with my partner, really trying to figure out who I am, being back in therapy, getting medication. And I forgot to even mention one of the other big parts of this past like week before my birthday is finding out that I have ADHD. Now, we, we all knew that I did. I just needed an official diagnosis because apparently just self-diagnosis don't go as far. And that really sucks because a lot of people don't have access to, you know, Medicaid or don't have access to healthcare or whatever it is. Uh, they're, it's just too expensive or can't get on it. They're right at the line where medic they can't get like Medicaid or something, whatever it is. And people just don't have access to health insurance. And that's super sad. And for me to be validated, I had to actually go and get a diagnosis. And it's not a bad thing. I definitely am really glad that I am diagnosed now and I can get on medication. And the treatment plan I have for myself is now set out targeting my ADHD in order to 
make life a little bit more bearable for me. I definitely think it's been very challenging not having this diagnosis, not being on the right medication, because originally I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and I don't really see that being me. I think ADHD was more relevant to my life. And so once I got the diagnosis, she was just like, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, like I already knew this. All you were doing was just validating something I already knew. So going to, after my birthday, start treatment, uh, figure out what's going to be the best plan for me, medication, whatever it is. But I am so excited. I'm filming this pre-birthday, but it'll be posted post-birthday. And I'm going to Chicago this weekend for my birthday. And if you know me, you know Chicago is just one of my favorite cities. Do I think that I would want to live in Chicago maybe for like a year? Yes. Uh, do I want to live there full time? No. I have a hard enough driving, a hard enough time driving in Fort Wayne. I couldn't imagine Chicago. I remember being in an Uber one year and the Uber was probably like 0.10 miles from our exit and he whipped four lanes to get onto the exit and that was the scariest drive I think I've ever been in and that's how they drive every day just not for me but there's a lot of opportunities in the city and I love visiting so I'm super excited I know nothing that's happening for my birthday and I'm perfectly okay with that as someone who doesn't like surprises due to trauma I'm actually handling it pretty well and I'm super excited to be surprised and figure out what's going to happen during the weekend. So I hope that it will also kind of make the weekend a little bit more bearable. I know that on my actual birthday, I might be sad and that's okay and I'm allowed to cry, but I don't want to center it around the sadness of death. I want to center it around, like I was born 24 years ago and my life is significantly better because I knew someone for 20, 20 years of my life, you know, a little less than 20 years of my life. That's awesome. And that's amazing. And I wish that we could go back. And when I was eight years old, I got this bike for my birthday. And instead of my grandpa getting a gift for Father's Day, he decided to get this bike for me. And I wish I could go back and just be like, cherish that bike a little bit more. You know, like you're so sad because you have to share it. And now I think like I would share any day with him, any day. Um, so I'm really just hoping that I don't get super, super sad. And if I do, that's okay. It's a hard day and it's probably always going to be really hard for me. Birthdays are really hard when you're a child of trauma. Birthdays even harder when you share it with someone that you loved and cared about for so long. And so that's really not what today's topic super is about. It's like dealing with death and my birthday. I actually want to share 24 lessons I have learned in 24 years uh, after a quick ad. So 24 lessons in 24 years, narrowing down all of the things that I have honestly learned in 24 years is super hard because to be honest, I don't have a whole lot of memory before I was four, so maybe 20 years of lessons, but I just want to narrow down 24 specific lessons that I have felt 
that have really guided me. Some are things that I've learned recently than this last 23 years or some things, it'd be 24, 24 years. Uh, some of these things are also things that I have known for a while. So lesson one, you are allowed to be selfish. Isn't this so funny? They teach you when you're younger, do not, do not be selfish. Think of everyone else except for yourself. And I think it's so, so funny because they're just teaching you to be a people pleaser. Mm -mm. We are not doing that anymore. We are not a people pleaser. We are actually people who are allowed to be selfish. Now, can you hurt other people? No. Can you hurt yourself in the process? No. Should you always be thinking of yourself first? Absolutely. And people don't get that. They hear the word selfish and they think it's inherently bad, but guess what? It's not bad. You are allowed to be selfish. Lesson two, find a good hairstylist and stick with them. I think I've been with my gal for about three years now. Um, she has known me for a long time and she knows everything about me. Everything. I, I have her usually on the same days as my therapist and she knows just as much as my therapist does. And that's okay because she should. She should definitely know a lot about me. And I also know a lot about her. She is amazing. If you're looking for a Fort Wayne hairstylist, definitely recommend Alyssa. She's just great. She's at Elevation 138 Salon. Amazing. And she always gives me exactly what I want. But she's a good hairstylist and I love that because she knows what I want. She knows me and she knows like what's best for me. Lesson three, this is kind of Everyone feels probably like I'm being a hypocrite, but don't get a tattoo until you find your style. So as a person who got a tattoo when they were 18 and now hates that tattoo, I don't like hate it. It's just Pinterest girly and I'm not a Pinterest girly. Uh, if you look at me, I'm kind of like a more rough around the edges type of girly. And so this tattoo was done by someone that has no meaning to me. It was done by a guy who's really mean to me and personally the tattoo come or the tattoo shop has been under a lot of scrutiny for having people who are pedophiles. And so I'm not really that excited about that. But also I didn't know what my style was of tattooing until I found a reliable tattoo artist who taught me the different styles of tattoos. So I have a lot of tattoos that are this traditional style tattoos. They're not realistic, they are traditional, and I like that. If you've ever seen a Sailor Jerry's bottle, that's what my tattoos look like. Don't get a tattoo until you find your style, to be honest. Lesson four for all of my coffee girlies who love a good latte from Starbucks or your local coffee shop, always have water before coffee. In the morning, water before coffee, always. Do not dehydrate yourself, okay? We are not dehydrating yourself for that, that bean water, okay? Coffee can wait until you've had a sip of water. Put it on your nightstand. Lesson five, go to therapy. Go to therapy, go to therapy, go to therapy. Guess what? Therapy is not just for the trauma, for the, for the people who have extensive amounts of trauma, PTSD, bipolar disorder, ADHD. Therapy is for everyone, okay? Therapy is how you learn to cope with life. And if you are sitting here saying like, oh, I don't want to go to a shrink. I don't want to go to a shrink. And you think about like what therapy looks like on TV shows, you're wrong. Okay, you're wrong. And the point is, is one day you're supposed to fire your therapist. 
that's what that's what we want we want to fire our therapist and truthfully I can't wait until I get to that moment but right now I'm really enjoying being in therapy a lot of people don't realize that they have trauma until they are in therapy and someone is like hey you know that was a traumatic thing that happened to you and you're like oh my gosh no I just thought my mom was always commenting on my weight and it's like, no, that was a really traumatic thing. Your mom is not supposed to comment on your weight. Your dad is not supposed to comment on your weight. Like, all of these things are very traumatic things that we don't understand shapes us. So go to therapy. Lesson six, get an animal companion, okay? Um, there is something special about the dog that you get in your 20s that jumps from apartment to apartment with you, relationship to relationship with you. They graduate college with you. They, they job hop with you. They go to new cities with you. There's something special about my dog I got at 21. And I will never think that there's like a better gift in this world unless I get engaged for my birthday. I don't think that there is a better gift in this world other than my dog. And she's an angel. She is the best thing in the entire world when he is actually, I think, like, right by me. I actually, no, no, she's locked up right now. She's an angel. And I cannot recommend it enough. Get an animal companion. If you're not a dog person, fine. If you're not a cat person, fine. Just get a companion. Lesson seven, because we are not people pleasers anymore, just remember we, you can't please everyone. Okay, lesson seven, you cannot please everyone. And I say this because we're all meant, okay, a lot of us, I say this because a lot of us were taught to care for our parents' emotional needs. And so we become people pleasers. And let me tell you, that does not work. You end up just having really sensitive feelings for the rest of your life because you're always living your life to somebody else. And we get that. We can't live our lives to other people. Other people are not worth our time. Other people are not worth the headache and the heartache. Uh, so just a plain and simple at the end of the day, you can't please everyone. That's fine. Lesson eight, imposter syndrome is real, but let's be honest, nobody's really paying attention to you. Imposter syndrome is so real. I'm a young teacher. I get mistaken for a high school student every single day, and I'm always an imposter syndrome. Like, am I qualified enough to teach you? And maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> That's the imposter syndrome coming in. But nobody's really paying attention to you. You're probably doing a better job than you actually think you are. And that's the beauty of life. You're always the hardest on yourself. And truthfully, nobody is really paying attention to you. Everyone else is paying attention to themselves. Okay. Lesson nine. This is for my workplace boundary people who need it. You are working to live, not living to work, okay? That job does not care if you die tomorrow, okay? They'll ask you to come in the next day for your shift, whether or not you're dead or alive. They don't care. You are not working your entire life just to come to the end of your life and be like, I didn't live in outs, okay? I worked 70 hour work weeks all the time. I never saw my family. I never got to go sunbathe. I, I don't know whatever it is. Like I never got to go on a vacation because I am living to work, not working to live. Stop it, okay? That's, corporate America is honestly like failing right now. Like teacher, like administration, uh, any kind of education, social work, 
companies are kind of failing right now because they're hungry they're hiring all these young adults straight from college who have really good boundaries now we are really just anti anti-capitalist era right now and i'm okay with that i love that uh, my career my job definitely does not like that i am like that but that's fine i don't care okay i'm not living to work i'm working to live I work my 40 hours, I care about my job and my 40 hours, and then I go home and I care about my actual life. My life is my full-time job, okay? Lesson 10, figure out your wardrobe color and kind of build a capsule wardrobe. So I'm not a person who likes to shop all the time. Maybe it's my grandmother shopping over and over again repetitively, forcing me to go shopping for seven hours a day, not feeding me, all that kind of thing, but I don't like to shop, and so I like to build a wardrobe color, figure out what works best on you. Please don't be wearing neon green if neon greens don't look good on you. Also, what the heck can you match to a neon green? I'm not saying you have to wear all black every day, but I'm saying you have to figure out a, a significant color, like a, a colors that work for you, and build a wardrobe that you can mix and match, okay? I get it. Sheen is awesome. Shane, I don't know how you pronounce it. Sheen, Sheen, whatever. Sheen is nice and I love the clothes that they get, that they like, they put out and stuff. But at the end of the day, you want to be getting sustainable clothes and not shopping 24 seven. You should not be shopping for every event. You should be shopping from your closet. It's, it's costly. Stop running up your credit card bill. And speaking of credit card bill, lesson 11 Build your credit score with multiple different ways, but please don't get yourself in a credit card debt. I'm also going to tell you, don't get yourself in auto loan debt. I do have a high, high payment for my auto loan and I'm just dealing with it. I can pay for it, whatever, but there are other people who can't. You cannot put yourself in credit card debt. I get it. Everyone wants a credit card to get things that they've never had, but if you don't have it in your bank account, you shouldn't be spending it. I am afraid of credit cards because impulse, ADHD, legitimately, um, impulsivity is an issue for me and they scare me. I also forget a lot and I have really bad memory so I think I'd be scared that I would forget to pay my credit card bill. So find ways to build your credit without racking up a credit card bill that's higher than the pile of sheen clothes you have in your closet. Lesson 12, do you want to go to college? Yes. Then apply for every damn scholarship and grant you possibly can. I have. To, I work with seniors. I have to remind them every day. There are 5,000 scholarships out there and one of them is going to match to you. Apply to all of them at any grant that you can ever possibly get. If you don't want to go to college, that's fine. Okay? I don't push anyone to go to college, but also if you do want to go get your damn scholarships and get your damn grant money. We're not getting Sally Mae loans anymore. Sally Mae needs to go out of business, okay? Someone, someone needs to hack into Sally Mae's system and erase everyone's debt because that loan company is worse than the Megalodon from, you know, Jurassic Park or, I don't think, the Megalodon from the Meg, yeah. Or, you know... The T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Okay, that's that's exactly what Sally Mae is. Lesson 13. I like this. You need to find little ways to treat yourself and find yourself celebrating every day with either a coffee, a new TV show, a, a new YouTube episode, 
your daily walks. I do hot girl walks every day now. I've been going two weeks strong. Uh, okay, two weeks strong, and I'm really excited, but it's a way to treat myself. I get my morning coffee, and I go on my hot girl walk every day, and I make myself feel good. Okay, find ways to, to treat yourself and celebrate every day. Maybe it's a mark Thursday. Maybe it's walk around Target on Saturday. Far, farmer's market on Saturdays, come on. Even during the winter time, a lot of, a lot of places have them. So just celebrate and treat yourself. I'm not saying get the pile of monster clothes of sheen clothes. I'm saying like, hey, I made it through the week. I'm gonna get myself dinner. Go get some sushi or something. So lesson 14, I think this is very, very important to me as someone who grew up in a very broken home, broken family. Family is not blood. I owe so much to my friend's moms. I have a friend with the exact same name as me, spelled the exact same way and everything. And her mom calls us the Cheyennes. And I swear that woman has been one of the most inspirational people in my life. She absolutely gives the best advice. And her daughter and her mean absolutely the world to me. And so I've started to realize family is not blood. And I've known this this girl since I was in like 10th grade, 10th, 11th grade. I don't know. It's, it's, been, it's been way too long. And I've known her mom for just as long. And I, that's been my family. My family is also the high school friends that I had where I would hang out with their moms and them. And their moms would take me to do things that my parents couldn't do. So let's just be real. Family is not blood and it never, it really will never be blood. I'm still excited for my family that I do have that's blood, but shit, there is something about your friend's moms who just take care of you and give you the love that you need. So lesson 15, you have to be kinder to yourself, but not in an overly positive way. You do have to learn to like yourself. Because this is the only version of you that you have. You, at the end of the day, when you start every day and you end every day, it's just you. You're putting up with you. And so you have to be kind to yourself. Society's view of the perfect woman, perfect man, perfect non-binary, whatever it is, that is not okay. And so comparing yourself to other people, honey, stop it, okay? be kinder to yourself. And I'm not talking like, oh my gosh, I'm the smartest person in the world. I'm so pretty. No, I'm talking about like, I'm smart because I'm educated on these topics. I'm hardworking because even in really difficult moments of my life, I can still continue focusing on work. It's finding like, I'm smart because why? I am pretty because I have brown eyes. It's not, I'm pretty, I'm smart. I'm kind. No, it's like really breaking it down and learning to like yourself. And I'm still learning this myself. I'm working on this in therapy right now. Which really brings me to lesson 16. The love you're seeking can come from yourself. You are the true love that you are seeking. Everyone has this idea of like, what is my love? What's my love? Like, well, I want this great love like the notebook story. Who is the love of my life? And guess what? You are the love of your life, okay? You are asking so much for other people. You're asking for yourself and other people, okay? But what you're really asking is for yourself 
to match that. Like, you have to do that for yourself. Other people can't be you. And so every time you're, like, seeking love from other people, you're just really... You should look in the mirror and just say, I love myself. This true love I'm looking for is myself. That's not saying that you don't meet the love of your life, because that's going to happen. But I'm saying that, like, you are also the love of your life. And when it comes down to it, it will always be you. Lesson 17, stop putting yourself on diets. I hate the word diets. Just try to eat, you know, pretty well, okay? Well-rounded, well-rounded foods. And I'm saying you can eat mac and cheese and still love some broccoli. You know, make sure that you're nourishing yourself in the right way, getting enough protein, getting enough carbs, getting enough veggies and fruits and things like that. And stop judging food for being bad. Just eat it. Eat it in moderation. Eat it in portion sizing. Just enjoy it. Stop putting yourself on diets all the time. Keto? Nah, 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 nah. No keto. Okay? Carbs are good for you. Um, but for some people, they're not. And that diet was created for those people. Not for every 40-year-old Midwestern mom to start the keto diet. Okay? Lesson 18. These are getting long. <laughs> Lesson 18, live life with more intention and mindfully. So just go about each day more intentionally. Really live in each moment. I have a really bad problem with my phone. I want to be on my phone 24-7, and so I'm not living with intention on my phone, okay? If I'm on my phone all the time, I'm not living mindfully, I'm not focusing on what's around me, I'm not living with good intentions. But I need to. I need to live better intentionally and mindfully. So that's definitely a recommendation for me. Lesson 19, we're getting there. Ugh, movement is good for you, but you cannot punish yourself with exercise and expect to be happy. Movement looks like hula hooping. Movement looks like jump roping. Movement looks like hot girl walks. It, they're hotty hotty walks, okay? That's what they look like. Movement is not punishing yourself because you ate a donut. Movement can be very good for you, but unfortunately, if you're a kid who did sports, and got punished often with movement, I can understand how you see movement as punishing. I do. I used to play basketball, and I remember my coach would sit on the side and tell us to run, and it would just be the worst thing ever because, oh, we didn't do something you like, so now we have to run super fast and finish this mile in X amount of time or suicides. And So I have a bad issue with movement, but I like going on my little hotty hotty walks in the morning because movement's good for you. Lesson 20, spend more time in the sun. A little bit of, a little vitamin D is good for you. I'm talking about the sun, okay? Um, but it's good for you. It's good to be in the sun. Put some sunscreen on. I know we've got pill, pill babies out there. Okay, put some sunscreen on. Spend five minutes in the sun. Really soak it up. Lesson 21, take pictures and videos and save the audios of your friends and family. I'm going to say this because finding videos and pictures of my grandpa don't exist. I probably could look back at like my Google Drive and could probably find those videos, but off the top of like my head, I don't have those videos. And I do have one audio and I listen to it all the time from him where he is just saying like, hey, call me, I've got to go to the doctors. I love you, sissy, that kind of thing. And just hearing that part 
brings me to tears every time because I have that of him. I can listen to that audio. So take pictures, take videos. My friend Cheyenne and Sami, she takes pictures and videos of everyone because she knows what it's like to lose somebody. And so, yeah, take those videos, take those pictures and save them. Google Drive, whatever it is. Lesson 22, comparison is the thief of joy. I say this to my kids all the time. Enjoy some time off of social media because you deserve it. And as we, we've grown up in the social media area, social media era, um, take time off of it. We cannot compare our highlight reels of someone's life to our life. Like, you know, they're going to show their good moments. They're not going to show their bad moments. And even if they do, it's not that bad. So comparison is the thief of joy. And continuously comparing yourself to other people's life is is not going to make you feel any better. They don't care what you're doing either. Because they're too focused on what you think they're doing. And they're too focused on, like, comparing their lives to other people too. So comparison is the thief of joy. Don't let it take your confidence away. Lesson 23, it's okay to cry. Crying does not make you weak and you need to cry in order to process life. This is something I had to work out in therapy. I remember when I was a kid, I would cry when I would get in trouble and my grandpa would say, oh, guess what? Grandpa, dad, he'd say, guess what? Crying, crying doesn't impress me. And so I just kind of quit crying because like I would cry, but I didn't show it a lot because I was scared to cry because he hated me crying. And yeah, like a kid crying when they get in trouble, like obviously he did something wrong, but don't punish that kid like that. Like that kid is allowed to cry. And I remember very rarely seeing my grandpa cry because men are taught not to cry either. And that's kind of how I was taught. From him, a lot of toxic masculine things were passed on to me. So I thought crying was being weak. Lesson 24, we're finally to the end of my 24 lessons in 24 years. You need to spend time alone with yourself. Um, When I was a kid, spending time alone was very punishing to me. I would get sent to my room when I did something wrong. You know, go to your room. I don't want to see you for X amount of time. And so I spent a lot of time by myself. I also was raised as technically an only child for a really long time. So spending time alone was really, really hard for me. And I don't think that I could have done it if I didn't spend more time alone throughout like this past year with my partner not living with me. And even now we spend a lot of time together, but I'm comfortable with being alone and I'm okay with it. So those are my 24 lessons I've learned in 24 years. Know that I have learned way, way, way more. Okay. Those are just the ones that I think I can break down. And these are kind of things that I do teach my kids you know, when I'm in the classroom and teaching my kids this, I'm using positive language. I'm not bringing my kids down. I'm not talking about diets, things like that. I'm telling them to be kind to themselves. These are things I teach my students and, and things I want other people to know. And we don't really think about until someone's saying it into our ears. Okay. So I'm so excited for these. I, I don't know. I'm so excited for this podcast to keep growing and I have so many different topics to come up with. And I realized I forgot to tell you my drink of the day. So I am drinking a caramel latte. That's it. <laughs> it's a caramel latte with oat milk. It's caramel oat milk. That's fine. I love caramel. 
so, so much. Uh, my partner got, got me to start drinking caramel and everything. So that's what I do. So that is today's drink of the day. I recommend getting an espresso. Don't bitch and complain because it doesn't make a big, big pot of coffee like the Keurig does. Okay. Go take, go taste your nasty little bean water from the Keurig if you want, but the espressos are high end. I love them. They're great. But I'm so excited for the, for everything. You know, this is recorded before my birthday, going to be posted probably after my birthday. And I'm excited for everything that's to come and to spend another year of growth and therapy, another year of figuring out my diagnosis with my partner, with my dog, my new apartment, my friends, uh, my career. I am so, so happy to spend another year just elevating to become my best self. And everyone says that, but I'm determined. I'm determined to become my best self because I deserve it. Everyone in my life deserves that, but I deserve it. I deserve to be a good person. I deserve to do things that make me happy. And so that's what this next year is, being selfish again. I was selfish. I, I was selfish like my 23rd year. I'm selfish my 24th year. Don't worry. It's going to keep going because I care about myself and I'm my, my first priority. Um, at the end of the day, I should always be my first priority because I'm looking out for me. So, so excited for the 24th year. I'm, I'm really, really happy to be in such a great position in my life. Very happy with where I'm at. And I just hope that continues growing where I feel content with my life because happiness is fleeting. Contentness stays. And I'm happy right now. And I really hope to continue being content in my life. So honestly, thank you for listening. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please leave me comments. I love suggestions and ideas of what to do next. So Keep looking out for my next episode. Bye. All right, besties. So I wanted to end this episode, but I can't end this episode without saying we are now streaming on Apple Podcasts, which is so exciting because Coffee with Shay is now streaming on not only Anchor, Spotify, but now Apple Podcasts. And you can catch me on Apple Podcasts and we'll have some streaming sites coming up soon for other people. But I'm so, so excited and I'm so happy that I'm on this journey. So stream me now on Apple Podcasts.